Alright, so I thought I'd actually record this. So talking about um, the universe in a microcosm, and here we're actually talking about Buddhism in a microcosm. Currently working on, there is so many different uh, ways to practice Buddhism, um, trying to find the source. So here I'm listening to Ajahn Brahm. I'll play what he says, and then I'll mention um, why I think this is Buddhism and a microcosm, as well as um, the universe. Fourth jhana, where that uh, there is no pleasant experience or unpleasant experience uh, in the f uh, you know in the uh, five senses or in the sixth sense. There's only the upeka, the neutral feeling, but then sometimes. Even Sariputta calls that Upekasuka, the pleasure of no pleasure. Okay, so that's perfect, because here I am as a practicing Buddhist. Um, I, I'm, it's, you can cough all you want, it's fine. Here I am as a practicing Buddhist, um, and I'm trying to find a way through this. And uh, I'm trying to find the balance. Um... And yet, I see so much imbalance, okay? So, I'll use this as an example. So here, Ajahn Brahm, that's who's speaking, <clears throat> he's talking about, and he starts it off by saying, the, the state of no pleasure, the absence of pleasure, you know what I mean, no pleasure and, you know, pleasure and no pleasure. And he goes on to say the Shariputra jokes, and he says, the pleasure in no pleasure, okay? And what that means is... Um, it's kind of an idea, think of a cramp, a pain. While you're experiencing the pain, oh boy, please end, please end. When it ends, oh, that pleasure, right? That moment of sheer bliss when that pain subsides. That's the idea, right? Or like I tend to overquote, treat triumph and disaster like the imposters they are, but this is what this means. This means... Treat pleasure and pain the same because they're both the same, right? So this idea of the microcosm, Buddhism in the microcosm and the universe in a microcosm. Treat pleasure and pain the same because the true pleasure lies in not allowing either one of those to be your master. And if you understand what I mean by that, what Sariputra meant by the pleasure in no pleasure, what he meant was sitting and not being pulled in one direction or another, sitting in perfect peace and, and solitude or whatever it happened to be. I shouldn't say solitude. I was trying to think of another English word. Um, splendor, bliss, whatever, you know. You're at peace. I know that kind of denotes the opposite of no pleasure, but... Uh, again, like I said, the pleasure in no pleasure means not that he's, ooh, look at me, you know. No, what he means is we are so ignorant to the truth that when we're in pain, we want it to end because we want pleasure. We seek pleasure, not realizing it's in the seeking of the pleasure, the desire root, just like he's talking about the non-self. The proper translation of non-self, anicca, uh, impermanence and anutta, anatta, non-self, um, are not separate in a sense. Both of them are definitions that essentially mean that um, 
things that we wish for or desire for are inherently unsatisfying, right? So impermanence speaks to things that we desire, that we want, don't last. So why should we be, you know, um, pining for them? And anatta, the non-self, is anything that makes up what we think is us is once again not just impermanent, but empty of any intrinsic value. Therefore, what we consider to be ourself, all these disparate little strings that tie together this self, this Atman, this impermanent uh, being that we cling to, um, it's, it's this exact idea. It's not so much to deny everything. It's not to uh, be a hedonist, right? It's not to be a medicant or an aesthetic uh, for the sake of renunciation. It's the balance. Same as shamatha and vipassana are two sides of the coin. The same can be said for attachment and renunciation are two sides of one coin. Pain and pleasure are two sides of one coin. Ignorance and wisdom are two sides of one coin. Until you reach the ultimate goal of clear and complete understanding, just as he was saying, you may still be working on things, right? And so, like I said, so here's what you're looking to work for. You're not looking to eliminate all pleasure. You're not looking to eliminate all pain. You're looking to be no pleasure, no pain. The nothingness they, of which they speak is not a void in that it is the absence of this suffering rooted in our ego. So if you trace back, and this is why we talk about shamatha and vipassana, calmness and insight being two sides of a coin. If you look at why you're in pain or why you, you have the pleasure, the root of that is going to be ego-based, therefore hollow. So the true goal is not to see yourself in any of these. And as Sariputra said, to live in the pleasure of no pleasure.